Hello friends from Nairobi. This is newsletter number 20 titled, You Can Be Anything. My friend Jamie Knowlton was one of the sources of inspiration when I first tried this whole weekly newsletter business on Substack back in June. And a couple weeks ago, we were riding our bikes through the misty redwoods of the Santa Cruz Mountains while we offered each other feedback about our respective newsletters. Jamie pointed out that my Substack started out as a newsletter, but quickly evolved into a weekly essay. So which is it, an essay series or a newsletter? It's a fair point, and so I'm changing things up. Each week, I'll continue to send out a short newsletter with the usual sections. When I do publish an essay on Substack, like I did yesterday, I won't spam your inboxes. Instead, I'll include a brief excerpt, as you'll find below. Finally, since most of you listen to the audio version, I've set up a podcast feed that you can subscribe to via Spotify or Apple Podcasts. All right, next section. This is an essay excerpt. The essay is titled, Could Kristen Bell, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos End Global Hunger? Like most of the essays I write, this one was inspired by an eye roll. When I discovered that Kristen Bell launched a granola bar company called This Saves Lives, I shit you not. I'm desperate to replace the story of Westerners, quote unquote, saving lives with a new story of investing in equitable growth. So here's an excerpt and a link to the audio version on Spotify. All right, begin excerpt. I had the disorienting experience this week of seeing two radically different sides of Kenya within just a couple of days. First, I watched the opening night of Wakanda Forever, surrounded by the Gen Z children of Kenya's elite. Then I traveled to Turkana County, which borders South Sudan and is the site of a years-long drought and hunger crisis. Both glimpses of Kenya are true. Nairobi is studded with Wakanda-like glistening skyscrapers and impressive infrastructure. Kenya's GDP per capita has more than quadrupled over the past 20 years. And everywhere you look, young people in the latest fashion are snapping selfies in front of luxury cars. At the same time, some Kenyan children are still dying from malnutrition, while inequality has widened. With rose-tinted glasses, Nairobi looks a lot like Wakanda, but take them off and it's more like the capital of Panem from the Hunger Games. So why are children still dying of hunger in Turkana when Kenya's GDP per capita has quadrupled over the last 20 years? That's the end of the excerpt. And then uh, if you wanna to listen to the whole essay, I think it's about a 15 minute uh, podcast episode that is in the newsletter. All right, next section, you can be anything. Once Twitter opened up the blue check mark to everyone, there were some hilarious impersonations that you've likely seen, including the following bromance discussion between Tony Blair and George W. Bush, but not really. Way before Twitter impersonation became its own genre, stand-up comedian Ben Palmer was at the cutting edge. After I first came across this video via Ruth's Friday Notes, I shared it with a friend who said, we need way more multimedia stand-up. I agree. This video is hilarious. I think it's about 20 minutes. The whole thing is, is great. Highly recommended for a good laugh. Next section, the rise of Kenyan cycling. Until recently, Kenya did not have much of a cycling scene compared to the likes of South Africa, Ghana, and Rwanda. Sure, one of the fastest cyclists of all time, Chris Froome, was born here, but he never really represented Kenyan cycling. That's starting to change, and fast. You may have seen Kenya's Team Amani featured in a recent meta-advertisement promoting virtual reality. First of all, let me say that however popular Zwift has become, no cyclist wants to wear a heavy headset while sweating on a cycling trainer. Second, it's heartbreaking that Team Amani's captain, Sule Kangani, who was featured heavily in the ad, died a few months ago in a freak accident during a bike race in Vermont. 
Last weekend, I went for a long bike ride with Bobby Joseph, an up-and-coming local pro here in Kenya, who was mentored by Sule. On Sunday, Bobby is one of the favorites to win the 80-kilometer Grand Nairobi bike race, and he'll be riding Sule's old bike. As he wrote on Instagram, quote, Come Sunday the 20th of November, I will be racing this giant TCR1. This is the same bike that my fallen brother, Sule Kangani, used to ride. To say that I'm honored to race on this bike is an understatement. I can't think of a better way to honor our fallen giant, hero, brother, father, friend, and legend. His spirit, his passion, his entire being continues to live within us all that he has influenced. I am doing this for you, Sole. And uh, I show, there's an embed of uh, Bobby Joseph's Instagram post. So best of luck on Sunday, Bobby. I hope you win and hope to see you again at the Migration Gravel Race in June. Next section, a useful tool. Whenever I travel, I always use Google Maps offline download feature, which will ensure that you're never lost, even without reliable internet. And as a bonus, it saves your battery life. Next section, kudos. Kudos. This week goes to one of the most special people in my life. Happy 33rd birthday to my favorite sister, the queen of the greasy spoon diner, part-time diva, OG bohemian, and source of constant inspiration. And the final section for this week's newsletter is empathy training for bus drivers. I loved this viral tweet showing Mexican bus drivers under, undergoing mandatory training to understand what it's like to be a cyclist next to a passing bus. Here is a training program I'd like to see everywhere. And with that, I hope that you have a lovely weekend and that you're able to get some miles in on the bike. Let's catch you next week.